0: And welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast brought to you by the Influence Alliance, the business building community for coaches and consultants who want to build a profitable and scalable business that they love. And I'm your host, Anne Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says leadership is an inside job. A leader's inner relationship is the most important competency to develop. And joining me on today's show is Jenny Dufrain. Now, Jenny, she is the CEO of Dufresne Solutions Group, and that is a leadership development and training firm. The DSG team has trained over 3,000 mid-level leaders, as well as managers to enhance effectiveness, improve their communication, and build great teams. And Jenny's 10-year military service in the United States Marine, well, that forms her foundation and her leadership foundation. Now, she is a trailblazing leader. She's applied these leadership lessons to found the only all-male public charter elementary school in Washington, D.C., and she the only all-male early childhood program in the USA. Now, she is also the international best-selling author of the book, From Empty to Overflow, Five Radical Actions Women Leaders Use to Rejuvenate, Grow Profits, and Inspire People. Now, on today's show, Jenny's going to share, do what needs to be done. Blaze your own path as well as how to chart your path to success. So, welcome to the show, Jenny. Thank you, Anne Marie. I'm so psyched and excited to be here. Oh, Thank
1: what a so much for having me
0: that you bring. Wow. Tell me, you know, when I read people's introductions, one of the things that often, um, you know, I'm thinking, I mean, was this, did you kind of, was it nature or nurture? Let me just back up. Would you? In a family that encouraged this, or did you find that there was just this inner drive from oh, you? That's a great question.
1: So, I think that it's, and this is kind of interesting having a conversation mm-hmm. around women in leadership. And I think this is always a debate, right? So, you know, were you a natural born leader, or, you know, was it things that you did along the way? And what I'd say is that I think all of us are natural born leaders. I think every woman is a natural born leader. Um, if you don't believe me, take all the women out of any city or town next around wherever you are and see what happens, right? Everything will literally just stop moving because women are influencing, we're connecting the pieces. Um, I came from a a, a maternal line uh, in terms of my my mother's lineage that were trailblazing women in their own right for their time. Um, And so I would say that I inherited some of those traits or characteristics, yes, uh, along the way, most definitely, uh, and uh, and others along the way, my military career as a United States Marine, uh, they were, con- you know, those those traits and characteristics were were shaped and and sharpened in, in a lot of ways, and then just you know, being in the world has continued to to accelerate that.
0: I love um, that you've you shared kind of that, you know, you saw uh, growing up the maternal lineage trailblazers. And it's interesting because I was speaking to someone the other day and, you know, sometimes even the women in our lives, our mothers, our grandmothers, our aunties, you know, significant women, they could have been trailblazing in just the way they approach things. They didn't necessarily mm-hmm. need to start companies, but it's just how they, they just did life i think isn't it true so you know and i absolutely. say that because so often what we do as women we tend to look at other women and I, we're able to pinpoint the incredible things about other women and what they're doing and not doing and all of that but not necessarily able to see that in ourselves would you agree is that something that you oh, noticed? women us absolutely. women absolutely
1: like it's so hard to I, I, i'm working with a group of of very senior women leaders right now very senior and what is fascinating to me is that the levels of leadership that they've that they've achieved their leadership role but also just who they are in the world there like there's such a huge blindness to to that impact in a real way in a way of of i would say in a way of of the confidence that everyone else sees in them but i don't know that they necessarily see that in themselves, right? They don't, and I don't know what it is. I think you know. I think a lot of women are maybe socialized to uh, to diminish that confidence or to, to diminish that presence, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the military, like it's all about our presence, if you will. Yes. And I think a lot of women are encouraged to not be that because it's considered to be too aggressive or too forward or too direct. Um, but those are the kinds of things that uh, that women, um, you know, when when those kinds of messages happen to young girls um, and, and women, I think that it diminishes our understanding of 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 the fact that we are leaders. I, there's very there. I can ask women, you know, I'll say to women, you know, you're you're a leader. And they're like, well, but I don't have a title. It has nothing to do with the title. A title means nothing, yeah. right? I mean, lots of people have titles that can't influence themselves out of a paper bag. <laughs> so, it's not the title; it's yeah. really how do you influence? How are you? How are you transforming people's lives through your example or through how you help them see themselves? And I think, again, every woman that I know, quite literally, is a leader. Period. Yeah. Full stop.
0: So true. And I love the way that you have um, defined and used the word. Influence. And that's what leadership is about. It isn't about titles, as you said, but how you influence someone to think better, be better, whatever it is, you know, you could influence positively, influence through empowerment. But there's something that you said, and I want to just touch on this because it's so true. So we have, you know, half of the, well, not half, but, you know, a certain portion of the population. Who instinctively have the ability, you know, the drive, and maybe labelled aggressive and you're too confront confrontational. Well, actually, that you know, she's just speaking her mind. She's just sharing her her ideas. But then you've got so they. They tone that down because they think that they're not supposed to do that. Then you've got other women that I've worked with, and you you might have um, seen this and heard this too, that believe that to be a leader, you need to be more aggressive and you need to do whatever it is. But they've got a unique way of influencing that's not that. It's a different style and approach. Mm-hmm. And I think what it's so important to confirm and to recognise is each and every one of us with the unique skills and gifts and our approach, our attitude, characteristics can bring that to how we lead and how we influence. We don't have to try and be something that we're not, yes? Absolutely. So, so something, anne that
1: I... So my military training trained me to be a particular type of leader. And that leadership paradigm is the paradigm of leadership that I think has been pervasive. Mm. And that paradigm is the same paradigm that tells women that they can't be fill in the blank, whatever you want to fill in, right? And the reason why I say, and I will reinforce that women are always leading, is that the way things really get done that creates a win-win for everybody is through what I describe as women's natural code to lead women are nation builders. And I think about here in the U S we've had, you know, everybody knows we've had some real challenging political stuff, right? Yeah. And I've watched some of the women, there's a couple particularly that ha- they've that come to mind have done in, in their own way, collaborative, um, you know, speaking truth, building bridges, building connections, building relationships, sometimes behind the scenes, mm-hmm. um, coming out with principled um, positions, But the more I've watched that and the more I've listened to it and they've gone across the aisle, guys just couldn't. I mean, the guys are just banging, you know, banging heads. And what I realize is that we have this natural code to lead, which is really about collaboration. It's about uh, it's about everybody winning. And that's what I think make women, again, uh, our natural code to lead and also helps us be nation builders. Now, unfortunately, we've we've. Too many of us don't see that that is part of what we have our gifts mm-hmm. and this sort of you know what I call kind of a, um, a it's a masculine centered type of leadership which is very hierarchical it's very command and control I mean I was raised in this and so and I led like this until I got myself into some challenges uh, which maybe we'll talk about but that style of leadership is actually not nation building. It's, it's to me, it's the complete opposite. And I think in our current context, globally, we need the style that is women that that I believe women have, which is very collaborative, win-win. It's it looks to the future because women always have to look to the future, right? It identifies creative solutions to challenging problems. Those are some of our natural, our natural tendencies, our natural instincts, Um, which are all all really powerful to help us lead and lead, lead countries, lead businesses, lead families, lead cities, what have you.
0: Mm -hmm. And, you know, as you're describing that, and I totally agree, one of the things that is not there, and I think that this is one of the the areas and why women are so good at collaborating, is there's no ego there. There's no real self-serving like what is it for me, but rather what can I contribute and what can we collaborate together for the betterment of the community and not just our personal community but how it impacts the world. And for what we've just gone through in the last 12, 14 months, we realise that we may be in individual nations and and have different, you know, cultures and so forth, but something that happens in one side of the world can shut down the entire planet. Exactly. And I think that's why it
1: becomes... Even more critical for, and and I think we've seen it. We're seeing more women, more and more women in politics, uh, more and more women in you know who are moving into into companies or into businesses, uh, more you know that are more sort of forward forward leaning in 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 solving solving our global problems because we're not we're no longer isolated. Not that this is a conversation about politics, but the point is we're no longer these isolated. Uh, communities or cities or villages or, 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 or continents. We're no longer that with, I mean, you and I are talking from two completely different time zones or yes. sides of the world, right? And so this, just this very thing has collapsed our world in such a way that we have to have more collaboration. We have to have the things that the, the leadership style and traits that I think are really ingrained in women. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, that does not mean that we're not, some of us aren't, you know, really hard chargers and we, we go out and we seize the day and all that. No, there, there are women across the spectrum and all to me, all of that still, we still look at opportunities to, to, to build together um, and, and for the purpose of all, like I think, Yeah. uh, uh, yeah, so the, for the purpose of all, so
0: yeah i totally agree and i'll give you an example of how that happened how that plays out i was having a conversation with someone who was in the u.s and she was sharing about her nonprofit, and her nonprofit um helps girls in cameroon who cannot go to school because there's no toilets in cameroon Mm -hmm. and girls you know especially at a certain time of months Mm -hmm. will not go to school because Mm -hmm. you know certain time of month and i'm thinking to myself i had no idea that just cannot be we've got to get you on the show to you know to to share your message because I'm sure there are other people around the world that would say, we would love to support you. You're not on your own in this. And we band together by sharing and and getting behind each other and saying, job well done. How can we support you? You know, my network's your network. That's how it's done, isn't it? Not for self I love that. Let's yeah. talk about what, do what needs to be done. We've already identified yeah. it in the conversation, yeah. but what are some specific insights here?
1: So a couple of things that I want to share, and, and it's a little bit about, about my story and and uh, in how I came, and I'm going to just share a little bit of how I came to found a school. And it this isn't about the school as much as <clears throat> all of us are in communities, families, <laughs> where there's something gnawing in our belly, that that there's something that has to be done. So I went into education uh, late in my life, later in my life anyway, at the time. Uh, I'd had a successful career in the military and I moved on to a successful career in corporate uh, uh, public relations, uh, as well as uh, leadership work. And, you know, that whole time I was really asking myself the question, you know, I've had all these amazing experiences. I I I ended up going to Harvard University, which was never on my radar screen, happened very fortuitously. Um, but I but I sort of came to this point where I was looking around, I thought, wow, I have all of these skills, these experiences, you know, walking with civil rights leaders and all the all this just really amazing stuff. And I asked myself, you know, where where can I take all that I have and apply it to really help shift the universe? Mm-hmm. And the answer that I back after two years of inquiry was education. So I prepared myself and, and ended up uh, uh, teaching uh, fifth grade uh, students. And through that process began to see, and I taught in a, in a, a community in Washington, D.C. at the time that was uh, just severely impacted by sort of every negative statistic um, that we talk about here in the U.S. And I think you may also have in, in Australia. And so I, I saw all this stuff. And again, I asked myself, well, what, what can I do? Um, and what I was seeing was boys were really, really <laughs> being penalized by the, by the educational system. And so way led on the way. And I, 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 I seized the opportunity uh, to to found the school. And the reason I share that is everything that led up to that was never in order. Like, I've never had a a straight line life. And I I think most women who are listening to this, most people who are listening to this, you know, if you really look at your lives, our lives are sort of twisties and turns and bumps and reverse and to the left, to the right, you know, so there's all of this sort of movement. And that was very much the same for my life. I was in the military. And then I finished a degree, you know, then, uh, then I started a school, you know, did all these different things. And so so I remember distinctly, I went to a uh, to a big uh, philanthropy um, uh, conference, it was all these philanthropists from all over these really prestigious universe, uh, prestigious uh, philanthropic organizations here in the U.S. And I remember walking up because I was introducing myself to everybody because I was like, I'm going to try to start this school and, you know, need to figure out what resources are. And I walked up to this gentleman. And now, mind you, I'm a woman. I'm starting an all-male school that it was named after a woman. Um, That just happened by accident, but she happened to be uh, an amazing civil rights leader that hadn't gotten a whole lot of uh, press or, or acknowledgement, but was absolutely transformative in the work that she did around education and teaching people to read. And so I went up to this gentleman and I, you know, I knew who he was and I shook his hand and, you know, I was explaining who I am and he looked at me he said, what was your name again? And I told him, and he said, you're founding an all male school? And I said, yeah. And he was like, a woman doesn't need to be doing that work. (laughs) I just looked at him. And as I took myself and went to talk to somebody else, it, it stuck in my head. Yeah. Now, let me tell you why it stuck in my head. This particular gentleman, was a head of a foundation. He had been in many social and civic organizations in the city at the time. He was someone that had the means, the network, the um, social capital to have solved or to to, to tackle the problem that I was tackling, but he didn't do it. Mm. And so I share that story because all of us are somewhere, and again, particularly women, we are somewhere watching the world burn down, <laughs> or at least it's smoldering, right? And we say to ourselves, "Oh, I don't have the education, I don't have the network, I don't have the money, I don't even know if I—I I don't think I could lead this, right?" Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is I wasn't from the city that I was doing this work in. I'd never grown up in the environment that that I was choosing to 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 work in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I wasn't a known, I wasn't somebody known. I I had a degree. Uh, I was a Marine, Um, but I didn't have a bunch of social cachet when I embarked on this really life transforming um, organization that transformed the lives of many, many boys. And so, again, do what needs to be done. If anyone is listening right now, we have a lot of problems in our world. A lot, of op- a lot of opportunities to bring really creative solutions which I believe women absolutely can do. Whether it's to build a business that will change someone's life. If it's to groom yourself to become the leader that can build a team that can change people's lives or change a community's life. Absolutely do it because there is no right time. There is no perfect preparation. Those are, in my opinion, those are lies. And, and I say that as someone who has not done anything in order, nothing. Mm. I didn't go from, you know, graduate from high school and then, you know, go to college and then, you know, get married. That, I think that's what it's supposed to be. Get married and then, you know, have a house and, a, you know, whatever, whatever. Like, I've never done that. Yeah. Never. And, but I was always, I had some anxiety around, oh my gosh, I'm who? I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be able to accomplish anything because I didn't do this. The reality is, is that life is very, very long, as my mother would say. Life is very long. And there is important things to be done that many of us don't feel like we can do. Mm -hmm. And that is not true.
0: Yeah. It's not not true at all. You know, as you uh, mentioned what that gentleman said to you, one of the immediate thoughts that came to my head, and I'm sure you would go back and say this to him, and and you know what, that was actually a gift that he said that, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. He said, well, we've left it up to you men for this long. It's ta- time for women to take over and make mm-hmm. an impact. And that's really what you're saying, isn't it? Stop. If you feel that there is a drive in you and there is something that, I call it your stand for, it niggles you, you cannot help mm-hmm. but stand mm-hmm. up and say something against it. Often it's because there is something in you that can contribute. And how often, and you beautifully said this, how often do we start something? We have no idea how to do it, but it's the vision and it's the drive and it's the thing that we say, no more. It's not going to happen on my watch anymore. And the resources will come. So this beautifully plays Jenny into the next point. Blaze your own path. So maybe there's some insights that you can share that you. That, that happened to you that perhaps can inspire others to take that first step? So it's kind of,
1: it, it's sort of an extension of the same story, right? I think that Blaze Your Own Path is really about not listening to all of the messages that we get. We get them from our family. We get them from television. If you watch TV, you get them from a movie, you get them from songs, you get them from, you know, all these different places. And those, those messages or stories tell us that, you know, you're too old, for example, <laughs> is a great one, right? Or you're too young, but, but for many of us, it may be that you're too old to do fill in the blank. Again, what I have learned in my, my life, I'm, I'm halfway through life, halfway plus, Um, through life at this point what I've learned is that we can absolutely do whatever we feel like whatever is in our destiny I think this is the one thing that I've certainly learned is that I came here you came here Anne-Marie and anyone who's listening you came here with a specific destiny on how you are to use your gifts and talents to shift the world Mm -hmm. period and in the process of all this, we've 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 taken on other people's ideas of their destiny or what they didn't do. Um, but at the end of the day, we have to spend that time. I talk about leadership really being an inside job. Leadership is not so much about competencies and skill. It's about how do I relate to myself? Because whatever our relationship is with ourselves will be the relationship we have with others. If I have a relationship with myself that you know, is filled with doubt, and I've and I've certainly had this um, based on the messages that were given to me along, along my early years. Then that becomes the leader that I am, right? It may be a leader that I'm micromanaging or what have you. And so, take time to get connected to your own your own inner voice. And I'm not saying this as a mushy kind of woo-woo. This is real. The more we can all, men and women, connect to that, what, what's in our, what is calling to us internally, the more we will align with our destiny. And I, and I say that again, that I believe, I believe that people come, we all come with some real specific things that are our job to carry out, our job to learn, our job to give, our job to create. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's important to us to get connected to that and to really start doing it. I, I think we see plenty of examples where people are trying to be other people. Try, and, and, you know, we have anxiety because of it. We have depression because of it. We have other, we have all these other things because we're so hard trying to do something that is not in alignment with us. Yes. And so this is a huge piece around blazing your own path. Um, you, you really, you got to do, you know, if, if, if I, I don't have any hair. Now, this is a big deal for most women. This is a big deal for most women. I used to have hair down to my waist. Yeah. And oh my gosh, between the neck ache and the, you know, the 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 care and maintenance and the I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay, let's be done. And you know, fortunately my head works. If it wouldn't it work, guess what? It grows back. It's not permanent. Yeah. But yeah. whatever it is, it's just important if you if, you know, if you want to start a business, then start a business. You know, you'll learn a whole lot mm-hmm. in the process of doing that. Uh, if you, if you want to start a school because you see a need, start a school Start it. that vision, as you said earlier, Anne-Marie is the thing that will, will move you forward. But I would say any more, like, like folks get off the path. That's not your path Mm. and go figure out what your path is and blaze it. If you have to, I was telling a friend of mine today that I think I picked like the most difficult things. Like, I think part of my being in the world is to pick the most difficult things and, to, to, to clear the way for maybe Mm -hmm. those who are coming behind me or to clear the way for those that are watching who say, oh, I can do that
0: Mm. because she's
1: doing that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Brilliant. You know, one of the, one of the things that, um, you were saying, and it reminded me of a conversation I had with someone just yesterday, and it was, Beautifully, you know, adds uh, even more, I think, power to what you were saying. I mean, what you said was brilliant. And that when we recognize our lane, our gifts and talents, and we have this passion, we have a drive to make a real difference in a certain area, then we, by just showing up and being who we are can influence, can inspire, can empower others to to join us. And this is men and women. And, and one of the, the important things I think that we should, you know, all moving forward, we don't empower ourselves by disempowering others. Mm-mm. So, you know, so another yeah. so you know yeah. sometimes we hear a kind of movement of women stepping forward and wanting to be heard. That's great. Do that but don't put down men's voices that, you know, because we need each other and we all bring unique gifts and talents to the table. We need each other. But I wonder when you, when we're talking about charting your path to success, and this is the last area that you want to share some insights, you know, hindsight is a wonderful teacher. I wonder when you look back to your journey of, you know, all over, which I think we all can relate to. Absolutely. Would there be something that you would do sooner or quicker? What would be an insight you would give to your, you know, yourself a number of years go- ago that perhaps would you think in hindsight, I could have done that a little bit differently. Is there any lessons that you've learned? Sure. The first one that comes to mind is
1: doubt whom you will, but not yourself. Mm. Um, that, that, that has been an area that in my life, and I, I doubt that I'm alone. That doubt, uh, doubt kept me off the court, if you will, um, on on a number of occasions. Um, for example, when I was when I was in the Marine Corps, I loved the Marine Corps. I loved at the time everything it stood for, and it it wasn't always the easiest path by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination. But I love the the mystique, the mythology of of the institution and what we stood for, at yeah. least ideally what we stood for. Um, but one of the things that I, um, that I really got, got tied up in was I had an, op- an opportunity to, to advance my career, and, but I was afraid. And so I doubted my own ability to, uh, to, to be successful in this one aspect that I had been selected. I'd gone through a selection process and had been selected and my doubt took me off the court and out of the game. I literally, I, I chose, instead of to follow that particular path, I chose to, to, to leave the Marine Corps <laughs> um, at, at, at a time when uh, I, I, really, I really didn't understand the impact of, of, of the fear and the doubt that, that was in me. And what I ended up doing, I, I went, ended up going into university and slaying every single dragon that i was afraid um of 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 pursuing while i was in the military and so that was one i think one really big lesson Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that's a lesson that is gone it is a lesson that i have to continue to tap into Um, and that is doubt whom you will but never doubt yourself so that's the first thing is i would have doubted myself less along the way or really try to slay that dragon um, sooner. The other thing is uh, that I would say Anne-Marie is in, in charting a path to success is mapping out like, it, you know, like some people are like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to accomplish this by this age and that by that age. And that. and sometimes that works, but often it doesn't it, because it's, because that's not how life works. Life is not linear. Life is like a bowl of spaghetti, If right? It's just, it's just all this stuff. Um, But I do think that uh, it's important to set some ideas some visions for yourself, set some sort of vision uh, around whether it's around how you want to touch the world. I think that it's wonderful for women to think really big like that Um, and to not worry if in the midst of being a spouse, um, a, a mother, a caregiver, if it doesn't all come together like overnight. That's my lesson that I'm learning now. Um, I'm, I came into a marriage and children, uh, in my well, later, late, much later in life. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm kind of like, okay, well, how do I do these things that are still in my, in my, that I, that I want to do, but I don't know how to balance all this stuff. So one of the things I would just say is that as a friend told me, everything will come together, just be continue to be persistent. And even if you do one little thing a day towards whatever your big vision is, persistence step by step step by step maybe maybe doing more collaboration pulling other people in is another part of the lesson right pulling more people in to help move things forward because again i think women as collaborative as we are we're not really super good at asking for help or (laughs) or like delegating things so other people can help move the vision forward so i think that those would be three things uh to kind of chart chart the chart chart to success
0: yeah. Great lessons. As you were sharing uh, the insight uh, around, you know, kind of doubt and it it changing your path. One of the things that I find, and, and even if I reflect over of my own life, and I also hear a lot of other women sharing too, is that we'll often look at situations, you know, those crossroads, Um, situations in our life, we'll often look back with a bit of regret, if only this, if only that. However, when we do that, we neglect to realize. Well, all right, I did shift, and maybe I would do something different because I'm now wiser and 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 I know more than I did then. But don't neglect the fact that this crossroad and the other path that you t- took has also got some incredible things, you know. So sometimes, yeah, yeah, we have to let go of that, you know. Uh, one of my colleagues shared on um, Facebook the other day about uh, about. Um, guilt. And you know, this might sound silly, uh, but years ago, I made a decision that I was no longer going to even let guilt come into my psyche, into my being. And that might sound strange, but what happens is the minute I start to feel it, I go, you know what? Stop. Stop. It, let this be a lesson. What could I do differently? Could I make a different approach? Could Do I need to, you know what I mean? Do I need to apologize Absolutely. and say sorry to someone? I'm not going to take that cloak of guilt and put it on myself anymore. And that's the same with other emotions. I think I'm not going to live with because I'm going to look at the opportunities that this has now opened up. And sometimes life will do that. The reason why is because we needed to learn, you know, for you from the Marines. Absolutely. The body of knowledge that you now are on, you know, this journey and using that. And we, when you look at what you said, the spaghetti bowl, it's actually this beautiful uh, mixture of you know examples challenges but through those challenges we shape the character that we need that you said that i need to now empower others who come behind me because i've lived absolutely. that journey isn't it absolutely yeah,
1: yeah absolutely and i think that the i don't i like, there's nothing in my life that i regret nothing yeah. i mean and i've had some great opportunities and some real challenging things um so i don't i don't regret it's not one of the things that exists in my in my My vortex, if you will, Um, because I think to exactly what you said, and I would I would definitely encourage everybody who's listening to just take a moment, and you know whether it's a relationship that you thought was the cat, you know, was going to be the end all be all relationship, and it it imploded for whatever reason, but there was there's we can we can we we can make a choice, and I love what you said, right? I can choose how I experience. Whatever is going on. Now, that sounds great. Like, while I was sitting here talking, we're not having any challenges. (laughs) But I would say that in the middle, if it's a leadership challenge at, you know, in a work environment or in a business environment, that it's important that going back to that inner life of the leader, that inner conversation is to check in with that and then choose. We get to choose. Like, I think the thing that's been powerful for me is, oh, I can choose whether I'm gonna have a crappy day all day long, or if I'm gonna have five minutes of a crappy moment, and then I'm gonna like let it go and shift my mindset to something else. And that's something that I didn't, for a long time I didn't realize, like I could I could actually master the, the flow of random emotions that are happening inside of me, right? Because it was all about how I decided to like look at something. And so I would just, I mean, I strongly and strongly encourage, and I, you know, this is definitely the benefit of hindsight if, if I was, you know, 25 and knew everything I knew now, I'd be like genius, right? I'd be yes. president somewhere. I'm sure. <laughs> I <could> do, do, <laughs> you know. Right. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be a billion zillionaire and I'd be president, you know? Yeah. Um, but the reality is, is that the things that I've learned and I, and I really do reflect, I'm like, wow, you know, had, had that door, had that path been open to me, let's say the military, had that path been open to me? I would have been involved in September 11th mm-hmm. in a real way. I probably would have been de- deployed, deployed in the combat environment, right? What impact would it have had on me? What, what, what would I, you know, so I think that there's, there's all of those, you know, that sort of which gate opened and which gate did I, did I take, which path did I take is, is a, is something to reflect on, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think there's any, any, regret is just not, it's not in my vortex. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know why, but I just don't. Regret.
0: But how many people do often say, I regret not doing that, regret not doing that. If only I had have taken, you know, that decision or made that decision. And, um, you know, they get stuck in that, they really get stuck. Mm-hmm you know in that but it's so true you you've got a decision right then and there do i how do how i am i going to react how am i going to respond and just taking that moment i find that as you're starting to create that new habit and that new behavior of i'm not going to get caught up in the moment but rather just take some time to reflect and, re- and so that i can respond better it becomes part of how you operate absolutely
1: think, absolutely it? Absolutely. No, it it definitely conditions the way you start to approach everything. It conditions the way you find solutions, conditions the way you are engaged in relationships. It makes you more discerning about the people that are around you, the experiences that you want to have, you know, and so I I think absolutely that that is is absolutely, absolutely true.
0: I was watching um, a a reality TV show the other day. That's kind of my way of, you know, when you've got a creative brain, the way that you shift, you you kind of shut that down is to watch reality TV. And it was about a leader overseeing um, her business, which I love. I just Mm -hmm. love to see Mm -hmm. how people interact. You know, human beings are very interesting creatures. And, you know, when a decision came her way, she just said, just give me a moment she would walk to the, you know, to the end of the room or wherever she was, she would come back, said, right, made a decision. And Mm -hmm. she just said, just give me a moment, need to think Mm -hmm. about that. So sometimes we need to take charge of whatever, just give me a moment, whether that be a few minutes and whether, let me get back to you on that. Because, you know, situations can, there can be complexities in that. And I love the way that, you know, you've said, you know, do what needs to be done, blaze your own path and chart your path to success. And as you've shown, Shown us so beautifully. There's decisions that are made. There are, you know, rabbit holes or, or you know, spaghetti paths, if you will, that you right. go down. Each provides a lesson um, and an insight that can, you know, certainly enable you to build those those foundations and the momentum. So I've loved today's conversation. How can people get in contact right. with you? How can they connect with you, Jenny? What's the best yeah, way?
1: The uh, the easiest two easy ways. One is uh, on Facebook. Just Facebook slash Leader Summit um, is a, a one great way to get a hold of me. And then the other is if you're on Instagram, it's Leaders underscore Transform. So Leaders underscore Transform uh, is the other awesome way to get a hold of me. So I'd love to I'd love to continue the conversation. Just if people have comments or questions, um, I think that one of the things that is especially needed now is any of us who have had leadership experiences, it's really important for us to share those lessons and, and those values um, and, and our process of becoming more impactful as leaders or the journey we had to take internally to become the leaders we are today. So we'd love to have a conversation
0: yeah, on terrific. Facebook.com. It's amazing comments. Thank you, ladies. We've had any beach that have just fight. She's got a few comments there. So go yeah, back. Uh, if you want to connect with her, Jenny, but great talk and inspiration. Absolutely. And Jacqueline was the lady that I actually mentioned um, about having the nonprofit to help the the girls in Cameroon with the school. Guilt is an ego playing tricks on the mind. Absolutely, Jacqueline. Thank you for being here. Well, thanks once again awesome. for coming on the show, Jenny. It's been an absolute Thank you. Pleasure. And, you know, for the people who are watching and listening and even the replay, please connect with Jenny and uh, she's giving you the details on on how you can do that. Well, thanks once again. Thank you. This is awesome. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. This podcast is brought to you by the influencealliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.TheInfluenceAlliance.com slash podcast series. That's TheInfluenceAlliance.com slash podcast series.